1990, the internet as we know it was created. An invention of infinite possibilities and unknown potential. There are now over 2 billion websites currently in existence. A wealth of information, functionality, and social media. However, if you dig deeper, there lies more beneath the surface. The strange, bizarre, and dark corners of the net. Welcome to the Weird Wide Web. Bing bong. Welcome back to the Weird Wide Web. Woo. I'm Yale, joined by Niall, as always. Me. That's you. That's you. That me. <laughs> Big bug. <laughs> Fuck your life up. Uh, started again. Another episode. Another fun exploration of weird things on the internet. Another cult this time. <gasps> yeah. Taking place right now. Currently in it. Progressing what? through it. On YouTube. Yeah. Uh, what's your... So we've... We've explored a few cults and stuff like that yeah any favorites um my favorite probably blue oyster mm-hmm. big fan of don't fear the reaper cult yeah blue oyster cult <laughs> blue oyster cult yeah that's my favorite cult i don't remember us talking about that but okay <laughs> oh i thought you just asked for like just a general like a general yeah your favorite cult yeah that's my favorite cult <laughs> you've been a part of <laughs> I listen to them all the time. All the time. Big fan. Yeah. Big fan. Yeah, we've explored a bunch of different ones. This one, it's kind of interesting to see where it came from because a lot of the communities come from different places, to, but they all meet in this one kind of belief system. And it's like, there are a few cults out there that I think we might talk about in the future, like the Love is One cult uh, that just had... Their their leader just passed away uh, a bit ago. She drank the Kool Aid. No, she drank a lot of silver. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they found her like mummified in a house wrapped up in like Christmas tree lights. Um, Christmas. Talk about silver bells, right? Silver uh. bells. Yeah, she yelled at cats a lot. <laughs> but uh, there's you know there's a, a lot of these new age kind of cults coming out using social media and the internet to kind of like promote and gather their followers and stuff like this. But this cult really takes it to an interesting, they use it in a very interesting way, the like scope of the internet and, and how they like use the viewership and all that. Um, and they're, they're very blood related. The, blood. The, yeah. The, the cult they're all is blood called related? blood over intent. Blood over intent. Yeah. That's, that's kind of like the, assumed name of the cult and it's a it's all on youtube you're telling me the acronym is boy is boy yeah boy boy fuck your life up (laughs) big bug (laughs) so let's dive into this youtube internet cult first i'm going to take you through kind of like an understanding and explanation of the importance of blood throughout history and religions and spirituality and stuff like that. Yeah, you kind of need it to to live. I think we could skip that part. Do you need blood? Yeah, yeah. You think? I know you do. Ah, yeah, I didn't. I don't know. Prove it. <laughs> <Where's>... <laughs> Prove it. Give me something. <laughs> I'll drain my drain body. <laughs> oh, oh, you drained you. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Drain you. Drain you. <laughs> so. 
A strong sense of spirituality grips people throughout many religions, beliefs, and civilizations, as well as many, many eras. An acceptance of mysticism and exploration into magic takes over. All these avenues share many things in common, one of those aspects being the importance of human blood, both inside and outside of the body. Oh! The implementation of blood in ritual practice is always paved with many tales of caution. A dark air surrounds the use of blood in every belief system in which it is found. The existence of blood rituals dates back as far as 500 plus years with the Aztecs. They used possibly the most extreme case of blood ritual, human sacrifice. Yeah, that's, that's probably up there on the spectrum. That's high, high in the blood ritual list of commitment. Not as much as drinking it. Drinking someone else's. Yeah. I drink your milky blood shake. That's not how Catholicism works. No. no. (laughs) Jesus's milky blood. I think more people would would join your faith if they had you sip milkshakes instead of juice. Isn't it wine? Juice. wine, yeah. Which technically is just grape juice. It is just juice, yeah. Adult juice. Milkshake. That'd be pretty cool. A milkshake would be pretty cool. A milkshake and like a biscotti. A biscotti. You give me a milkshake and biscotti, I'm in. How would you how would you um you know how they like place yeah. it on your tongue sometimes? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess priests do that in more ways than one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um how would they do like the milkshake and biscotti? Well the milkshake you just have like a big like a big gulp with a with one of those thick straws, those like double wide straws. And then the biscotti, because it's so long, the priest grips it in his mouth. <laughs> And just slowly, and you take a nibble <laughs> off the end, and that's why you don't want to. You don't want to be a front seater. You don't want to rush up because as you nibble <laughs> your way down that biscotti, you're just working for that last bite. Oh yeah, yeah, that crumbly who's little the, who's bite. Who's the last one? What? Who's the people who sit in the back of church? I don't know. I've never. Well, I guess I have been to church. I was always in the back, but that's because I wasn't allowed to participate. Oh yeah, you had to. Sit, we all walked up, and you just had to sit there. I like had to sit in the ass. back. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, it wasn't even the time of like really good smartphone stuff. So I was just, just twiddling I, your thumbs. I, yeah, I would nap sometimes uh, and just kind of twiddle my thumbs and wait. Couldn't do anything. Couldn't even like finish homework. I just had to sit in the back and like witness that. it. That was so funny. But yeah, it goes back to the Aztecs, which I think kind of people have a general understanding that they did like human sacrifice and stuff like that. But I actually didn't know the like belief behind it, uh, which is kind of interesting. The Aztec people believed that their gods had sacrificed their blood to create the universe and all that was in it. So, in turn, the people should sacrifice their blood back to them. So, it's basically like our gods gave, like, gave their blood to make the world we're in. So, we must give back. Got it. It's not that crazy, except for the fact that it's blood <laughs> and killing people. Yeah, it's a little crazy. Oh, well. So it's there. So they think the universe is God's, the God's blood. Yeah, I, they have many, many gods, many gods. What's that called? Ah, uh, polytheism. Yeah. Whoa, that was a quick one. Yeah. As the world progressed along the timeline of religion and spirituality, the practice became less extreme, but the importance of blood remained. Early records show imagery through literature of blood baptisms, usually a bull or a ram. 
would be placed at the high point of like a cliff or a ledge. The animal was adorned in flowers and garlands. At the heart of the baptism, the child was adorned with a golden crown and would descend into the pit below. The sacrificial beast was then cut at the neck and the blood would spill down and cover the child. The blood would like seep into all their clothes and their eyes and stuff like that and then they would come out blood-soaked and they would ascend from the tomb of the initiate born anew. That was like some early records of blood baptisms where they stopped killing people but they just killed animals on top of the people. That's I feel bad for the animals yeah. because the, it's like you're like petting a dog and you like you give the dog like a nice little flower hat and mm-hmm. all that. It's probably so happy like the animals just like, "Oh my god, this is the greatest day ever." Mm-hmm. They're giving me all the attention and then whoop, whoops. Hey, this cliff is pretty high. I don't know how many dogs they used. Oh, I don't think do- I just thought of a dog. And I'm sad. Yeah, I thought that would be the saddest that, thing. So now everyone's thinking about it. A dead dog, dog. So happy. Goddamn dog. Golden retriever. So happy. And then just at the top of a cliff. Give him nice flowers and offer some little shit kid in a gold crown. <laughs> like, what's happening? I hope they didn't tell him anything. They're like, sit here. <laughs> yeah. 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 Go into this pit. <laughs> sit here. What the fuck? <laughs> The significance of blood in faith can also be found in the Jewish religion embedded in the Old Testament. Leviticus 17 states, For the life of the flesh is in the blood, and I have given it for you on the altar to make atonement for your souls, for it is blood that makes atonement by life. In short, blood quite literally represented life. Without blood, there is no life. From this interpretation... God chose blood sacrifice as part of the sacrificial system of the Jewish people. Before Christ, Jewish law required regular blood sacrifice on behalf of sins. This was amended in Hebrews 10, 11-12, though it still showed that the older blood sacrifices were still being acknowledged. They just amended it, so it was like, uh, Jesus already did that. You don't actually have to Uh, sacrifice the blood. Got it. Yeah, that was smart. Yeah. There then exists the world of blood magic, a section of knowledge that seems to be wildly misunderstood by most of the world. Simply mentioning the phrase blood magic conjures up wild imagery of sacrifice, mages, demons, dungeons, and dragons. While in reality, while blood magic is observed and practiced in some places, its inherent danger is much smaller. Blood magic is not blood sacrifice. In practice, blood magic is the use of a few drops of blood in combination or to strengthen a particular spell. In most cases of practice, a small amount of blood goes a long way. The power of the blood is undoubtedly acknowledged in any case. Blood represents death, love, pain, passion, and life itself. I, in my research of like blood rituals and stuff like that and religion and all those, like, spirituality and stuff like that. I did come across one article, which was, I think it was, like, 15 uses for uh, blood rituals with your menstrual blood. Oh, what? (laughs) And it was by Teen Vogue. Oh, my God. (laughs) It didn't apply to me, so I didn't click on it. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Teaching the kids how to use their menstrual blood. Oh. Do spells. 
<laughs> I want a B plus. You want to gross someone out? <laughs> that that'd be a good spell. <laughs> Another critical element in the world of magic and spiritualism is energy. Energy can be gained and harnessed through many different methods and practices. For example, some energy is due to the location. Some can be gained through ritual charging, and some can be gained from collective human witnessing. This principle, along with the practice of blood magic, is the building block that helped craft the growing cult movement on YouTube called Blood Over Intent. Boy! (laughs) Hard to pin down, Google Trend Research shows Blood Over Intent, boy, seemed to gain traction in the last bit of 2013. The majority of information to be found is that of the actual rituals. A quick search on YouTube and filtering by new produces hundreds of new ritual videos a day. As many have pointed out before, the large majority of participating members come from the Flat Earth community. A community that has largely been swallowed into the QAnon conspiracy group. In short, the community is filled with highly impressionable, science-rejecting, paranoid individuals. Broken down, the ritual all consist of a few key elements. First, a person's intent is scrawled across some piece of paper. The intent can, be, can range from deeply personal stuff, such as goals or dreams, to the goals of the overall group. The person then pricks their finger or cuts themselves in a small way. They then proceed to drip the blood or smear it all over the intent written on the paper, paper while they read it. The paper is either burned or saved. The final portion of the ceremony is the support of the community. Among these video rituals, the comments are filled with hundreds of other members commenting either blood brother, blood sister, or blood thick. This is where the members are pulling their energy from the mass viewing of the online world. They use the collective viewing of potentially thousands of members to give power to their rituals. Clicking into an individual's account, one finds a web of individuals following each other and commenting on every video. Most people do not just collectively decide on a specific practice with all rituals. There needs to be a driving force or a driving person. That person for Blood Over Intent is Mike Braun. Going by Quasi-Luminous on YouTube, he used his platform to spread the teachings of boy to many. Braun considers himself the living manifestation of Satan on Earth and resides in Coral Springs, Florida. While he started pushing boy in 2013, that was not the first time Braun had seen viral success. What did he do? Oh, we'll get into that. What did he do? But first, I'm just going to show you, it's a re-upload of... A ritual? I'll show you a ritual, and then I'll show you a re-upload of one of his uh, like lectures, just to get an idea of Ooh. his personality <laughs> to say. So I guess first, let's watch um, a ritual. So these are just like random people uploading them. So, yeah, is there like a, a blood over intent page? Nope. So it's just like a community. Yeah. Like some, some people in the like community don't even really know Braun is like this big voice of it. You know, sometimes you just like 
find another person talking about the the rituals and what it promotes and stuff like that. I intend to bring forth heaven on earth for the benefit of all and to release all living souls from bondage. Passage into Eden, eternal life for all, and to get forgiveness for our sins and filthy souls. May my blood serve as an atonement for Satan and the 144,000. Let me express. Let me express. Yes, we can, and no one will stop us. They love you, motherfucker, so mode it be. So that's another thing is that's a very common statement with all these rituals and this big thing is bringing down heaven on earth and releasing the world from bondage. And we'll get into more of like the importance and the meaning of that. So all these people are doing this. Yeah. So like is the ritual, do they all like read what they have on the thing? Mm-hmm. And, and that's just the full ritual? Yeah. I'm trying to find in my research, in my research, I found like there's one, there's at least one dude that is like pushing this onto his kid too. And there's this video of him being like, I didn't even prompt her. She started bleeding from her hand. And she started writing down her intentions on blood paper. It's, it's really, really weird. But yeah, he, it, like, it's just a ton of stuff like that where they prick it. Prick the finger, either burn it or stuff like that. And you think there's a lot of diabetics in this group? I just think that would be really easy for them. Yeah, I mean they're doing it anyway. Yeah. Two birds, one stone, and all that. Maybe that's how it started. I intend to raise my blood sugar level. Blood over sugar. <laughs> that was really insensitive to diabetic people. Yeah, what are they gonna do? Chase me? <laughs> there's two types. <laughs> Is there? You, there, you can't go over type 2 diabetes. 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 All right. So let's uh, subject you to some of this dude's teachings. Oh, man. What's his name? Scooter Braun? <laughs> Quasi Luminous is his YouTube <laughs> account. And Mike Braun Mike. is our gentleman in question. It doesn't matter what you believe. It was. What did you intend to do about it? I put up gallons of motherfucking blood as the Antichrist, Satan, the devil, the angel of death is literally attached to me. I can see shit nobody sees. You will join me publicly in blood, you know? Bound in blood, you know? This is a simple concept. It's blood up or shut up. It's blood in, blood out, motherfucker. It's atonement for your filthy soul. By the book, all your leaders swear in on this motherfucking Bible. It'll take people years to figure out how I got this mythical spear of destiny. I put up blood for the angel of death. For 144,000 living beings to come back to life and fill this book of life up. Get to the Holy Grail. Won't cost you anything. I didn't take nothing from you. You can't find a fucking PayPal account to donate money to. I don't ask anybody for anything. You cannot possibly buy your way into this Garden of Eden, heaven on earth, fountain of youth. No fucking way. People deleted their videos, their blood thick videos. You freed me from my bondage. I don't have to pay for any of you. You need the 144,000 
you little cockroach. You're, you're not worth saving. You should be squashed out like a little cockroach. You couldn't unite peacefully for your survival. So I'm gonna take over this universe by myself. Nobody enters this place before me, motherfucker. I'm gonna live. I'm a fucking bloodthirsty vampire. I drink pussy blood, you stupid fuck. Nobody escapes me. All your leaders swear in the Bible, you do. Your parents do. Natural order. I don't care if you're a fucking atheist. This is my universe. Nobody stops me. I didn't take nothing from you. I don't owe you nothing. Motherfucker, you're going to expire by the book. I'm going to take over this world. I hope you all abandon this blood over intent and give me a reason to fuck everybody. So, really sane, kind of level-headed dude. Motherfucker. Blood up or shut up, motherfucker. I drained gallons of blood. You know? You know? <laughs> yeah, that's Florida. <laughs> that is Florida. And it's like, you know, he's claiming to be Satan, and that's fair because Florida is fucking hell on earth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> In both heat and weather and people. <laughs> yeah, clearly this guy. So 144,000. Yes, we'll get into that. Okay. It's a very significant number to all of these boy people. Got it. All these boys. It's very specific. Yeah. And it's like, it's a lot, but it's not, that's kind of a lot. Yeah. Wait, so the, the last part there. Yeah. He was talking about like the blood over intense stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a very interesting aspect. So like at this point when he's kind of really promoting it and he is like one of the first to have posted his blood over intent ritual um back in like 2013 but yeah at this in those like early stages when he's just kind of like promoting his gospel it's it's not cult like at that point he's not taking money it's he's literally just like spewing his fucking ideas out there and like gaining followers and people are doing these rituals but yeah there's no no funds, no manipulation. So it's not really kind of cult-like at that point. No PayPal. No PayPal, no, no cult. No PayPal, motherfucker. So let's get a little bit into Mike Braun and his message and who he is. In 2009, now we're talking about the viral video that made him famous before. Oh. In 2009, a video of Braun made the rounds of the internet. The video featured a bandaged Braun screaming as the Coral Spring police break down his door and promptly take him away. Braun claims the police detained him because he had filmed them assaulting a woman. However, Officer Tyler Rake, spokesperson for the Coral Springs police, stated that Braun was detained under the Baker Act, an act that allows for the involuntary commitment of anyone deemed mentally unstable. Reek went on to say that Braun had a history of mental illness as well as drug and weapon charges. Regardless of what happened that day, Braun claims it was an awakening. His eyes were opened up to reality. Most of his rambling lecture videos have since been removed from YouTube, but thankfully a few have been preserved. Braun's basic ideology is as follows. He, as Satan, has obtained the Book of Life a biblical book written by God containing 144,000 names destined for heaven. By performing the boy ritual, you are showing proof of life, and you will have your name added to the book, as Braun states, blood up or shut up. Among the numerous ritual videos, 
Blood Over Intent followers post, there are a number of reverse speech videos mixed in. Mike has some of his own reverse speech videos, holding thought-provoking statements like, I am the devil in the flesh, you are a little pussy. <laughs> How would that go in reverse? Uh, you so Wait, so it's like I thought for some reason I thought they just like read it backwards. Nope. They read it forwards and then reverse the video. TikTok. According to the boy members, one can hear the subconscious truths hidden within everyday speech by reversing it. This idea of analyzing reverse speech is not unique to the boy cult. It was pioneered by David John Oates and gained popularity when it was brought up on Coast to Coast AM. Wait. The Coast to Coast we covered way back when in the John Teeter episode. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oates claims that every 15 to 29 seconds in casual conversation, a person produces two related sentences a forward-spoke message heard consciously, and a backward message unconsciously embedded in the person's speech. These two modes of speech, forward and backward, are supposedly dependent upon each other and form an integral part of human communication. In the dynamics of interpersonal communication, both modes of speech combine to communicate the total psyche of the person, conscious as well as unconscious. Furthermore, Oates claims that the backward speech is always honest and reveals the speaker's intentions and motivations. However, Oates' theories have unanimously been rejected by the scientific community. Most likely, what this phenomenon can be attributed to is pareidolia, in which humans perceive meaningful patterns in random noise. These principles are merely the tip of the iceberg for Braun's teachings. In an interview with Gizmodo, he states, The internet is based on alchemy, and your blood is the philosopher's stone. Among his many profanity-laden videos, he claims flat and hollow earth, reptilian people, controlling dark figures, and our world is a simulation. Blood over intent always takes precedence over these other conspiratorial claims. Commenting on many of the ritual videos, Blood thick with me. As is typical with the spreading of unsubstantiated conspiratorial claims, Braun's many accounts are constantly plagued with deletion. In these periods of absences, the bloodies are without guidance from their fearless dark leader. Wait, that's their name? That's what I named them. The bloodies? The bloodies. You want to be my bloody? You want to be my bloody boy? I like it. From this, a new voice has risen in the movement. Devin Maggi. Madigi? It's M-A-D-G-Y. Maggi, right? I would say that's Maggi. I think it's silent. Maddie? Devin Maddie? No, it's just silent. Oh, Devin. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Posting to the YouTube account Flat Earth Paradise, Maggi covers many conspiracy theories and New Age religious beliefs. He covers the likes of Flat Earth, blood over intent, and finding a mystical kingdom called Shambhala. Ooh, what's that? A place preached by the band Three Dog Night in 1975. (laughs) That's weird. Okay. 
Um, that's he, it, that's not where he got the idea of it. Shambhala apparently is it, it, it's like this mystical land that they sung a song about in 1975. I think it's from like Buddhist beliefs. I'm pretty sure is where it's drawn from. You mean imagination land? No, Shambhala. Imagine. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, copyright. <laughs> I didn't finish it. Bing bong. (laughs) (laughs) So now I'm going to give you a quick view of a Devin Maggi video and kind of see the yin yang of personality, if you will, and kind of his teachings. So this is him speaking about his ideas of blood over intent. Well, It looks like you've stayed. So, I'm gonna give you a secret. I've talked about this before. It's a practice that myself and thousands of others have engaged in, in order to fully activate our hyperborean blood memory. In other words, to remember who we are, and to proclaim to the universe that we are not dead, that we refuse to be assimilated. Blood over intent refers to the fact that the elite and the various soulless beings are AI, inorganic. They're not of blood. All they have is intent. No real blood, just intent to harm and manipulate and suck off energy from others. In order to heal humanity of this mind virus invasion, we cannot violate as they do. No being can just have the intent to heal humanity. It's necessary to be human and real and be your own alchemist. That would be blood over intent. These parasites essentially cheat divine law and try to skirt cause and effect, karma. But we can't cheat. The living beings cannot cheat. So we had to incarnate into human bodies and enter this battle from within, embed ourselves, suffer all the effects of being in a dense virus-ridden realm, in order to teach and heal from within, in order to have the right to engage with healing humanity, we have to be of the blood. The overall plan is to become the human that is eternal, free, and unscathed by arconic energy. What we are seeing in the world is a timeless war between parasites and those of true living blood. This imbalance is becoming more apparent. Something has to give. So we can place our blood on our divine intent. We can choose to heal ourselves, make decisions in line with a unified consciousness. And most importantly, we can leave the land of the dead. How all of this will play out, I cannot say. What I can say is we're currently in the midst of a shift, a psychodrama playing right before our eyes. And if the Shambhala myth is correct, then we, those with living blood, are those who direct the destiny of mankind. In my opinion, definitely not as entertaining. Yeah, I was waiting for that. Motherfucker! Yeah, blood up or shut up, motherfucker! I'm hell on fucking earth. Yeah, he was trying to be like, uh... He definitely has crystals in his house. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna show you a little, uh... Here... (laughs) There to be uncomfortable. Is. Dude, that's Jonathan from Queer Eye. <laughs> I was just going to say like a knockoff party city Jesus. No, that is Jonathan from Queer Eye. 
I always wondered what he did in the off seasons. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of like the juxtaposition of the two like major voices in the in the boy cult. The do boy they, world. Um communicate at all? Oh boy, oh boy, do they? Oh Magi. Madagi. Madagi. Magi. Magi. Now calling himself Hermes, the messenger of the gods, presents his ideas far more deliberately and calmly. Because of this demeanor, Magi's videos often gain more views than bronze. More followers were attracted to Magi's chiller and less apocalyptic preachings than Braun. Due to this and the duo's differing visions of the cult's community, the pair have openly feuded throughout the years. Though Magi has somewhat dropped the nomenclature of blood over intent, he still pushes the ideas. As a result, he still holds the attention of a large majority of Blood of Her Intense members. Magi has also begun laying the groundwork to take his digital cult into the real world. Metaverse. Blood. Bloodverse. The bloodverse. Devin Magi is no stranger at bringing, or at least attempting to bring his ideas into the real world. While focusing on flat earth conspiracy theories, Magi began crowdfunding the North Seal Project. That's, uh, Seal stands for Search and Explore Arctic Land. I was hoping it'd have something to do with, like, Arctic. Yeah. If it's Seal. A project that would have taken Magi and a few others to the Arctic itself to uncover the giant hole that exists there. A hole that they promise leads down to the Garden of Eden. That's the North Hole? That's the North Hole. This project was abandoned a mere three months after it was crowdfunded. Uh, they did return all the money. That's nice. It is nice. Because they're, yeah. In another instance of Magi preying on his followers, he embarked on a road trip titled The Road, The Ride of Remembrance. A trip in which he traveled around the country mooching off his followers ever increasing his bold New Age ramblings on his YouTube channel. Despite this, Magi still finds himself gaining thousands of followers, particularly from the Blood of Her Intent group. With this following, he is now attempting to transition them into a real-world collective, pushing them closer to an actual cult. About a year ago, a Reddit user, user Orb Switzer, posted about this new development. The user had been following the Blood Over Intent cult for a while, and with that, Braun and Magi. They pointed out that Magi had started mentioning the idea of finding a plot of land or a house somewhere in southern Oregon. Since that post, Devin Magi has successfully obtained the land and has fully opened the Sophia Sanctuary. The sanctuary is open. Welcome to Sophia Sanctuary. This is a place of rest, of healing, of growth, detoxification, communion. The least I can do during these crazy times is to offer a place of beauty, learning, and fun. This is a center for healing, a center for emotional integration, most importantly, for spiritual growth. I offer this place as 
and a boat for those who are seeking some refuge from the craziness of the modern world. Now, Sophia means wisdom. This represents the eternal feminine spark which matter springs from. It's all about the wisdom which is attained through self-actualization, which is God-actualization. There's no difference. So, welcome to Sophia Sanctuary. We are nestled in the wooded rolling hills of Southern Oregon. And this specific property borders thousands of acres of national forest. And on the other side, there's vineyards. So this is very much a beautiful place, very conductive for transformation. And this is what I'm offering. I'm offering a space for those who are truly serious about their spiritual ascension. For those who would like to visit, be a guest, and even maybe eventually a cohabitator, please email me at thesophiasanctuary at gmail.com. Uh, right now, I'm open to whoever is truly open to themselves. Because ultimately, that's what this path is all about. When all is said and done, you have to face yourself. And in these very strange times on Earth, there's a lot of rubbish being peddled, simply because most are not aware that the tomfoolery being expressed up, down, right, and left, it's just detoxification. Earth is detoxifying herself. What would happen if we got away from the stimulation used to distance ourselves from ourselves? This sanctuary is drug-free, tobacco-free, alcohol-free, animal product-free, and internet-free. Yes, the time to heal is now, and many of us have never been distanced from the commotion. So here at Sophia Sanctuary, uh, we have tons of space, plenty of space for guests and visitors. There's multiple structures uh, that have been built up. There is a lovely garden, and there's plenty of space for more of that. We have walkways. It's a very park-like atmosphere, but at the same time, it's quite heavily wooded. So for those interested, send me a message at thesophiasanctuary at gmail.com. And please, be eloquent. Tell me about yourself, about your journey, what attracts you to such a place. Include a picture or even a video. That would be wonderful. This is not a property for children or for pets and this is definitely not a property for any sort of material indulgence now this is a place of rest but equally of discipline 
those who would like to visit are absolutely expected to be first and foremost about their ascension. This sanctuary is a sort of ashram, so for those wishing to come, expect to do daily chores just like you would at your abode. Uh, there is some structure to the days here, but it's very free. The first rule is feel free to be free. You know, this space should be one for cleansing, for emotional integration, for ascension, baby. That's what it's all about. This is a sanctuary designed to disengage from the worldly and into the territory of the mystical into the heart. And that's why I'm opening up this sanctuary, so. Come none, come one, come all. Sophia's sanctuary is a place of revelation. We're not a place of mystery. There are many seekers out there, but what about the finders? So I'm here to attract the finders. I'm taking my work to the physical. I won't be posting many videos from now on. I will be making routine updates, but besides that, uh, this is where I'll be found. I've been backing away from the internet for quite some time <coughs> and opening this sanctuary signifies a return of events in my life and possibly in many of yours. The sanctuary is built and it's open. Maybe I'll be seeing you soon. Keep up the great work. In theory, these are all great intentions. Though, if we've learned anything from history, when cult-like groups gather in compounds, it usually leads to catastrophic ends. Yeah, especially with no Wi-Fi. With no Wi-Fi. Thankfully, the apocalyptic preachings are few and far between among Maggi's teachings. So for now, we can only keep an eye on this movement and watch and analyze their next steps. It was really hard to find um, information on this sanctuary. I found one podcast where he was like talking about it and describing it. The video he made about it has been taken down. In his recent postings on his YouTube channel, it always has Sophia Sanctuary in the um, in the thumbnail, so it's still a real place. And there's an email for it. I emailed him in disguise. I never responded. <laughs> never responded to me, so I have no other information other than what I've heard him talk about. But yeah, he did. They did find a plot of land. Now we just got to watch and see this conspiracy cult. But we'll watch from the inside. I tried. I really tried. I wanted to go to the sanctuary, but he didn't respond. That'd be dope. Yeah. It sounds like a fun place. It's like in the woods. Park-like, you Ooh, described it. Park-like. Park yeah. That's not good. Yeah. That's good. But yeah, that's the, that's the current standing over the blood over intent YouTube cult. Kind of a short one, but I think it's still very much in the early beginnings. Ooh, so this can be an updater. 
I think this might be an updater. We'll see. We'll see where it goes and if it manifests into more of a cult and less of uh, right wingers. Flat earthers. Flat earthers. Arctic holes. Yeah. Those a holes. (laughs) Oh, the Arctic hole. And that is a good segue for our crowdfunding announcement. We're going to find that Garden of Eden. (laughs) We're going. We're going. We're calling it the South Seal Expedition because we think it's in the back. It's the South Sea Lion. South Sea Sea Lion. What does that sound? Search. Search and and exploration. Exploration. Arctic. Uh, Land. Onion. Land in Oregon. Not. Because he didn't respond? That's why (laughs) it's not? Yeah. (laughs) Well, you heard it here first. And that's Blood Over Intent. Interesting. A short one. Yeah, a short one. It's But all of those, when you go through the different people that post the rituals and stuff like that, they're all huge into flat earth and reptilian people and all that stuff. And it's all about like, my eyes are open, man. I can see reality. My, I'm, I'm real. I'm live. I did my blood oath. I bring heaven down on earth, motherfucker. Motherfucker. Motherfucker, blood up or shut up. I wonder how this would do in Coney Island. Bing bong. Fuck your life up. Bing bong. Blood over a tent. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for joining me again, Niall, on a shorter deep dive into the blood cult of YouTube. Thank you for this nice uh, deep cut. Uh, uh. Motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) If you've got a fun deep dive internet story that you want us to look into, you can email us at weirdwidewebpod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram and get notifications for new episodes and fun stuff we got coming up on on Instagram at weirdwideweb.pod. You can follow us on Twitter at weirdwidewebpod at (laughs) twitter.com. And on Kickstarter at the South North Sea Lion Expedition. Yeah. Bye. (laughs) 